got your Bible this morning, the book of Hebrews. Hebrews this morning. And uh, appreciate the goodness of the Lord. And before we stand and read in God's Word this morning, just a quick update. Do appreciate the church and, and always a joy. One of the highlights, I guess, in my travel, serving the Lord, going carrying the gospel of the prisons, just to come up here and, and uh, go into WRDCC and, and just see what great things the Lord does every time. And yeah. do appreciate, uh, especially Brother Wolfram and just uh, all the others, uh, the other men that have labored with us this week, taking time from their schedules. I know everybody has busy lives and schedules, but I just appreciate everyone that uh, did have part. And, and those that took part during their daily routine, just to, just to lift up uh, the meeting in prayer. And uh, the Lord was really gracious to us. We do appreciate all you had a part in this week and five souls coming to the Lord. Amen. And uh, yet to be seen what God will do uh, this afternoon. And I mentioned Sunday school. A lot of people say, well, how many really got saved? I say, well, to as many as received Him. Amen. To them gave you power to become the sons of God. But uh, I tell you, one of the big blessings, I, uh, I guess, uh, I love to fish on the side, you know, as a journey along. And I guess one of the, some, uh, some preachers like golf and this, nothing wrong, but I, I like to fish. And, but man, God let me reel in the biggest fish ever the t- uh, just the other day, old tuna fish. Amen. You say tuna fish. Well, we was going down one of the halls over there um, in one of the housing units and, um, of course, they just got open doors and got about, I guess, uh, two to four beds, some six beds in different wings. And But uh, there was a guy from Micronesia that's in the prison there. And uh, the one brother on the team said that there's a lot of different Micronesians uh, here in the area, I guess. But anyways, uh, I went by his cell and t- t- kind of talking to him. Brother Wolfram was witnessing, talking to folks. And, and uh, that guy just kept staring at me. And, and uh, I was talking to him, and he had real broken English. And... But anyways, went down the hall talking to some more men, come back down the, to the day room there where they're watching TV and playing chess or whatever and talking. And, but uh, I looked over at him. I said, come here. And he's just standing there like this. I said, come here, man. He went, I said, you, come here. He said, why you pick me? I said, because he picked you. I said, come here. And, uh, and he just keeps looking at me like, why are you talking to me? I said, because he wants to talk to you. And, uh, but anyways, I just started witness talking. And I, I got this little thing somebody showed me a long time ago where I fold an airplane. You might have seen it, some of you all. And, and uh, I always say, well, can I get to heaven on my airplane? I just use it witnessing. And but then I tear it up. And when you tear it up, it forms like a spear. It spells hell. And, and, uh, and I, he was like, look at this. And then, and then you fold the other piece of it out, and it, it's a cross. And how you do that? How you do that? And he's I said, well, I didn't do it. He did it. He died for you, you know, and I'm just using it to witness this. And uh, he, said, he said, my brother been telling me that I need to work on the inward. He said, but I call him and tell him that I'm working out. And he says, no, you need to work on the, let him work on the inward. I said, your brother's telling you right. And he said, I'll be back. And he went and got his Bible. He had a Bible in his language, but yet it had um, the, uh, the, the titles of the, of the books in there in English. And so I, when I seen that, I, I couldn't read his right, but I said, look here in John. I took him to John 3. And he flipped over, and somebody put a track in there, marked it for him, but I guess they maybe told him to read it, but he hadn't read it. And I said, start reading in the latter part there, and basically getting down to where he that believeth is not condemned. Amen? But he's reading those last uh, maybe six verses there, and he kind of stops after a third. And I said, no, 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 you're not, keep reading. 
And he's reading, and all of a sudden, I'm staring, and I'm praying the whole time he's reading. I said, Lord, I can't speak to him, but you can. Lord, I can't speak, but you can. Amen. And the Lord touched and let him hear. And all of a sudden, I notice he starts smiling a little bit. And he gets near the end, he said, I believe. Brother Mike was right there, amen. He witnessed it, and uh, Brother Mari from up near all. But, uh, man, that guy, and he said, he said, you're looking at me smiling, and, I, and he said, I'm happy. And, and, he, and it's like, he said, I don't understand, but, man, I believe the, old guy, the guy got in, amen. And uh, it ain't no certain words, so one, two, three, repeat after me, four, five, six, I hope it sticks, seven, eight, nine, ten, we'll try it again, amen. Huh? I'm talking when the Holy Spirit takes that Word of God, turns the lights on a man's heart, and uh, you say, did he get in? Well, he showed up at church that night, amen, and he come in smiling. That's a pretty good sign, amen, but uh, I just thank the Lord for opportunity to give out the Word of God, amen. So reeled in old tuna fish, amen, didn't even have to go out in the deep ocean, amen, but, uh, but uh, the Lord's good to us. I'm excited what the Lord's going to do this afternoon. I, to be honest, I'm honored, I'm nervous as can be being up here, I I love uh, to hear your pastor. A lot of times in my travels, I tune this, uh, tune y'all in on the YouTube and put uh, put preaching and singing on and stuff. And uh, but I always enjoy to hear your pastor and, and just to honor that he had let me get up here. I texted him back. I said, "You sure about this, Amen?" But if you got the book of Hebrews, do pray for the service this afternoon. Pray for us. We'll we'll get home sometime late tomorrow, and uh, then Saturday be heading to Florida for a week, uh, two prisons, and a church meeting down there. But uh, just exciting to have a little part in the great work of God. Amen. Uh, Everybody in here, you can have a part in the work of God. If you'll just uh, uh, surrender and submit yourself to the Lord, yet to be seen what God wants to do. If you'd like to stand this morning, if you're able to stand, and uh, I know sometimes a little older you get, anything that works, it hurts. It's hard to get up and go sometimes. But um, uh, Hebrews chapter 1, and we'll begin reading in verse 1. Ain't that a good sound right there? Did you hear it? Pages were turning. Ain't that good? Amen. Beautiful sound. But um, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the, th- of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation uh, of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. And they shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth a garment, and a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed." But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? 
Are, there not, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Wherefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things uh, which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was said fast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to His own will." We'll stop reading. You can be seated this morning and had to kind of get some of the context there of chapter 2. goes right in with chapter 1. And, but uh, really what draw my heart is I began studying this the other week when Pastor Marshall afforded me the opportunity to stand here today. Uh, I've been, the Lord directed me in, in here, so I'll give you a little a fresh oil this morning that we've been studying on and, and uh, pray the Lord uh, would bring out as He once brought out. Uh, and you'll never exhaust uh, what I'm going to talk about this morning, and uh, we'll never get the story told, amen? Uh, matter of fact, the story never grows old, but just keep telling it. And, uh, and I'm glad Jesus is more than just a story. And if you want a title this morning, I, I bring it out of verse 3. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation. I want to talk about so great salvation this morning. Uh, we're here this morning gathering this beautiful building, amen. Uh, it, it ain't because the beautiful building, it ain't because the uh, wonderful folks here this morning, and, and, uh, but I, I tell you, we're here this morning because of so great a salvation. Uh, if it weren't for our Savior, uh, some of you, uh, you'd be down the riverbank, some of you'd be on a golf course, some of you be sitting at home staring at the TV, eating Doritos and sipping a soda or something. I I don't know, but uh, I tell you, we're here this morning because of so great a salvation. Uh, uh, we, we got purpose in our life uh, because of so great a salvation. We got peace in our life now because of so great a salvation. Uh, we got the people of God. We got the place of worship to gather and come apart from this old world. Amen. Uh, the, the, this world's going 100 miles an hour and still going nowhere. Uh, matter of fact, I was going down the hall yesterday and, uh, uh, and we was witnessing and uh, a guy, uh, I was trying to share the Bible, and he all he brought up, well, what about the book of Enoch, you know? And, and I thought, oh, here we go, you know? And, and I said, well, I'm just I'm concerned with the books we got right here, you know? And, and he's wanting to argue this and argue that. And I said, sir, you ever seen a little gerbil? And he gets in that little wheel. And I said, he'll step in that wheel, and that wheel will go round, 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 round. He'll run as fast as he can, and he'll get right out right where he started. He didn't get anywhere. I said, that's what this conversation's doing. It ain't going to go nowhere unless you just go with God's book. Amen. He's big enough God to preserve it. Amen. He's big enough God to provide salvation. I'm just thank God this morning. Man, I'm about to get excited because we got so great a salvation. And uh, I know the verse a lot of times we can apply and preach to a lost man, but he does say, how shall we escape? We all in the text, he's talking to safe folk here. Um, and as I look, uh, begin the chapter, uh, of course you can see how the Lord, He spake, and we see different dispensations, different time periods, how God has worked, and uh, you know, dispensation, that's just how God disperses His plan, uh, what, how He wants man to respond during certain times to His plan, amen? Uh, we're living in the church age, uh, where God has dispersed uh, all of Himself, all of His grace in His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we, don't have, uh, we get to enjoy blessings, amen, one after another 
together. Why? Because we have all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. Amen. Not only in heaven, heavenly places, but in our hearts and our lives. We've got so great a salvation in days of old, all throughout uh, the, the times before Christ stepped on the scene, uh, the days of the patriarchs, uh, the great men of old, they preached and proclaimed. They said, thus saith the Lord. They were pointing forward to so great a salvation. They were pointing forward to when the Messiah would come. Uh, the, the, that's why He's called Christ. The word Christ means Messiah, the Anointed One. Amen. Matter of fact, He said to Peter one day, Whom say ye that I am? He said, Thou art the Christ. Amen. Uh, he's the One. He's the Rock. He's the Lord. And, but as you look, He spake and God said in diverse, uh, as sundry times. That means different times, different ages as He spake. But in verse 2, not only did He speak, but He has spoken. Verse 2, it says, in the last days, that's where we're living right now. And uh, I know the writer of the book of Hebrews, and, and, and if you want to tell me exactly who it was, many believe Paul, amen. I just always, I don't get involved in too many of them deep things. I just say God wrote it, amen. Huh? God wrote it, and I keep quoting it. Uh, but anyways, uh, whether you want to say who wrote it, but we know God's book, He said what? Hath in these last days spoken. We don't need any book of Enoch. We don't need some Dead Sea Scrolls. Amen. Huh? God's got the... Uh, uh, if you can get these 66 books down, you'll be doing all right. Amen. Huh? A lot of times in prison, we'll give out a New Testament. And like Brother Carnell said, they want, well, I want the Old Testament. Well, get them 27. One time I was giving out John and Romans. That's all I had going cell to cell. And the guy said, no, I want the whole Bible. I said, well, I got a John and Romans. I said, that's, pretty, that's two good, powerful books right there. He said, I already know them. I said, quote John 3.16. He just stared at me. I said, here you go, first base, amen. Huh? I said, you get them two down, we'll move on to more, amen. Huh? But we don't need, the, God has spoken. He, and I know when we get saved, we got the Holy Spirit, and He brings illumination to the Word of God. He don't bring new, uh, new revelation, but He'll give you divine illumination. Amen. I didn't understand the Word of God till I got saved, and, and I'm still a pawing and a digging and a scratching and a searching. Amen. Because I want to know more about my Jesus. Hey, even Paul, when he was saved, he come to a point. He said that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering. He wanted to know more about the great salvation that he had experienced. Amen. Don't you want to get more excited? Don't you want to draw closer? Don't you want to know more about so great a salvation? Hey, then what you got to do? We shall not neglect it. Amen. Matter of fact, all through the book of Hebrews, there's one writer. I can't remember if it's Warren Wiersbe, McGee, or one of them guys. And, but he said in the book of Hebrews, there's many warnings. And uh, matter of fact, the first five verses, uh, four verses of chapter two is just the first of one warning to God's people. And the, what that warning is to not drift away from the gospel. I'll tell you, we got so great a salvation that if anything, these ain't days to drift. These are th days to drive us closer to God. Amen. Uh, no matter what perilous times we see in this country, if anything, it ought to drive us closer to God. The last few years, if anything, everybody in here ought to be closer to God. Amen. The Bible said, draw nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh to thee. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify ye hearts, ye double-minded. Uh, he's talking to the saved man. Let's, drive, let's not drift. Amen. Don't put it in neutral. Put her in overdrive. Amen. I tell you, our, our, our Christian life, I told Brother Andrew, I, I, Rodriguez, amen. I, I said, boy, it'd be good if you just testify this morning. It broke out a testimony 
service. I just sit back and shout and have myself a time. Amen. I ain't got to get up here and preach. Amen. It ain't about Tim Martin. It ain't about the Rock of Ages. I'm up here this morning because I'm trying to exhort you to realize, hey, we need to put her in overdrive and say we got so great a salvation. Amen. Think about the word salvation. It means delivered. Amen. Uh, The Bible said who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver us in whom we trust he shall yet deliver us. I've been delivered from the penalty of my sins. March of 1995, I said goodbye to the things of this world and God put me uh, amongst the whole new world. Matter of fact, our family's out of this world. Amen. Ain't that good? Hey, think about this morning. Uh, God's people, all uh, I, I, the one of the blessings in traveling and preaching. Amen. I tell you, God's got some of the uh, some of the sweetest people. Amen. Now, there's a few mean ones you run into along the way too. Amen. Might be sitting next to you right now. Pray for them. I don't know, but I'm saying there ain't nothing like God's people. Amen. Uh, hey, and a lot of times we're drifting. There's no time to drift. Even God's going to judge His children one day. We're not going to escape. Amen. And I'm not talking about my sins. Uh, they were nailed on the cross, but in my service to the Lord. Well, I don't need to have it drifting, amen. I don't need to be a neutral. I need to dig in. I need to let her go overdrive. Uh, and of course, y'all getting ready to have that recharge, amen. Y'all be fired up flying back down here. Uh, but as I look right here, the writer goes on and uh, he said a lot of times we get to disbelieving the gospel, chapter 3 and chapter 4. And then we get where there's dullness toward the gospel in chapter 5 and 6. And I don't got no dull gospel this morning. I don't got a dull message to tell this world. Matter of fact, I'm looking around and it ain't a dull message because it pierced your heart one day. You look at all of us, amen, sitting here in the house of God. If it weren't for the grace of God, we'd probably be choking one another, amen. Uh, but we're shaking hands and hugging necks, amen. Uh, and here's how you hug the men, hug the men, women hug the women. That's the way it our state. Uh, but as you look at, hey, this gospel, it's not dull, it's not dry, amen. Praise God, it'll save any sinner. It'll change any life this morning. I'm saying we got so great a salvation. Give me another one of them. I can't hear you. Hey, I like it, brother. I like it good and loud. Hey, man. I did tell them in Sunday school, though, just because the horn blows loud don't mean there's gas in the tank. Amen. But I'm glad when you get the Lord in your heart, you get full of God. Amen. You got to tell it. Hey, that woman at the well, she found so great a salvation. Hey, the Lord told her to be quiet, but she couldn't be quiet. Amen. I worry about these silent saints. Amen. One preacher down in Georgia. He said, well, he was up there, I think, in Connecticut or somewhere, you know, preaching. And, and a guy come to him. He said, preacher, we just shouting silent here. He said, well, you don't mind if I shout out loud then? <laughs> hey, man. But, um. The dispersing of the gospel, the defying of the gospel. And, uh, of course, that's what the writer said. And, but I begin studying in, in uh, chapter 2, verse 4. We see where it talks about these signs. You know what signs do? The signs point to Him. That's why Jesus did many signs, amen? They all point to Him. Everything in this Bible is to point to Him. It ain't about pointing to us. And I remember when I first got saved, I was working on a job and with this guy. And just to just be truthful, he's going to one of them churches where they speak all kind of languages, you know, and get up and nobody knows what nobody's saying. And of course, you go to a church like that, you know, and they're speaking all this jibber, jabber. Well, in the Bible, when they did it, there was always apostle present. Ain't no more apostles, amen? In the Bible, when they 
they did it, there was always a Jew present. See, ever go to church and they're doing that stuff? You find out if there ain't a Jew there, it ain't biblical. If there ain't an apostle there, and they won't be apostle there because there ain't no more apostles, amen. But, uh, uh, and then there should be somebody to interpret it. If they ain't an interpreter, and then if there's more than doing it one at, one at a time, I just throw that out there. But uh, signs, what? They're to point to Him. And I was on that job, a young Christian, and a guy went to one of them churches and he said, he said, do you got it? I said, got what, man? He said, do you got the gift of the Holy Ghost? I said, I sure do. Yeah. He said, when did you get it? I said, March of 1995. He said, where was you at? I said, by my little girl's baby crib. He said, what? I said, yeah, I got on my knees and asked Jesus into my heart, and He gave me Himself. He's the gift of God. He's the gift of God. He said, no, can you, can you speak in tongues? I said, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> I know I, I'm from Georgia. I live in Georgia, and sometimes I, you don't understand what I'm saying, amen. I don't understand what you're saying sometimes, amen. But he understands. I, I, I ain't got to have some sign for a show. Hey, the signs weren't for a show. The signs were to point to the Savior, amen. And evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. But in this day and hour, we got the Scriptures. We've got the Spirit. That's all we need to confirm and show that we've been born from above. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And when God, the Holy Ghost, takes that Word of God and pricks that sinner in the heart and they realize, woe is me, I'm unclean, I'm undone, I need a Savior. And they realize it's so great a salvation. Amen. Hey, the signs were to point to Him. The wonders were to cause us to praise Him. Amen. When Jesus was born, there was suddenly a multitude of heavenly hosts in the, uh, in, in the firmament, and they were uh, singing glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill to men. What, were the, what was that? That was just a wonder. Amen. That was a splendor. But Jesus, we done read this morning, He's so great a salvation because He's greater than the angels. Amen. He's more wonderful than the angels. Matter of fact, Isaiah said His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen. He's everything. I'm talking about so great a salvation this morning. Hey, the miracles it talks about in verse 4, the miracles were showing His power. God has not lost His power this morning. Matter of fact, you're powerless. You're powerless. We're finite, but He's infinite. He's omnipotent. He has all power in heaven and earth. Amen. Uh, Heaven and earth adore Him. Amen. The angels, they bow before Him. He's the only holy one. He's the only just one. He's the only one that's true. He has all power. That's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's a power of God unto salvation. Matter of fact, the model of Rock of Ages is for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus. Jesus our Lord, uh, in ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Why? Because He has all power. Amen. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the Bible said He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. He come unto the Jew. They rejected Him as being the Messiah, the Anointed One. Uh, he said He came unto His own, His own received Him not, but to as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. Hey, He's got enough power this morning. Uh, and then it talks about these gifts, and we all got different gifts this morning. Not everybody's a preacher. Not everybody's a teacher. Amen. There's people in here, they got the gifts like Barnabas. They're just a help. Amen. They're just an uh, encouragement, you know. And uh, But uh, Brother Carnell, he's, he's got that gift. He encourages me. Amen. Uh, brother, I tell you about every time.
time I come here, I'm about ready to jump off a bridge, end it all, and there you are, just to encourage me, amen. Uh, praise God, I was just a kid, amen. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the gifts uh, about jumping off the bridge, amen. Maybe it's about two foot high or something, I don't know. But the provision, the gifts, God has provided us everything we have. What do we have to glory in this morning? You say, well, I've earned everything I got. God let you get the job, amen. God lets you have the brains to study the books and pass the test and, and go another mile, amen, provide for the family. Uh, what hast thou, uh, Paul told him in the book Corinthians, what hast thou that was not given thee? Huh? Uh, well, there's nobody here better than anybody else, amen. If we measure ourselves amongst ourselves, we're not wise. But we measure ourselves uh, uh, in His presence, all we can say is so great a salvation, amen. So great a Lord that's given me everything that I have. Matter of fact, everything I have is because of church. Church tonight, uh, this suit, the, uh, the shoes, a vehicle, everything has come through the church, amen. And Jesus loved the church and gave Himself for it. I'm talking about so great a salvation this morning. I noticed, man, that clock's a tick, 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 tick back there. But it's, it's a, so great a salvation, and as I thought about all these things, it's so great a salvation because God allows us rest in salvation. God gives us the door of repentance, amen. That's why it's so great a salvation. Uh, God gives us a the, the place of rest in this great salvation through submission. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Right. You know, a lot of people say, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that to the devil. You ain't going to do nothing to the devil. You're no match for the devil. I'm no match for the devil. Amen. I, I told him in prison, I think last night or other night, I said, my daddy whooped your daddy. My Lord, amen, he conquered death, hell, and the grave, amen. Huh? Ron Garris preached that years ago when my daddy whooped your daddy, amen. One preacher, while I was in the meeting, he said he preached on who's your daddy, <laughs> amen. I'm glad I know who my father is, amen. i got to submit to him, amen. Uh, submit yourselves, therefore, to, the, uh, to God and resist the devil. And if we get submitted, then we can have victory in our life, amen. I'm no match for the adversary. I was in a prison one time in South Florida, and man, the biggest show I'd seen in a while. And that, a bunch of inmates come in. We had a hundred and some guys in there. But older inmate, they come wheeling him in a, in a wheelchair, and uh, I never forget, he was like sitting in that wheelchair, you know, and they were really me. But then the, the, they had a choir in there, and you know, I, I'm a guest, so I can't control everything. But they got to singing some wild, I felt like I was in a juke joint, old honky-tonk or something, and then a rock con. I mean, they took off with some wild stuff in there. I couldn't even hear myself think, amen? Huh? But uh, nothing wrong with good music. Bible teaches instruments, amen? But uh, it, when it overrides the words, I, I get, many anyways, that's another message. But, um... I do like rock and roll. One preacher said, "Rock and rock of ages when the rolls are uh, rolls called up yonder, even the rolls are thrown." Amen. Up yonder. But um, they brought him in. They started playing that music, and they started uh, dancing around and going on. And, and I thought, man, this is the craziest thing here. I wish they'd shut up so I could just preach. Amen. And but I let any and all of a sudden that guy in that wheelchair that come in like he couldn't move. All of a sudden he jumps out of that chair. Woo! Woo! Chop that devil's head off. I'll never forget, he's going, chop that devil's head off. I thought, man, that's the biggest show I've ever seen, amen. I said, you ain't going to chop that devil's head off. He'll chop you up, amen. You ain't no match for him. But it was just a big show, amen. But I'm glad this morning, I ain't up here for a big show, amen. This ain't show and tell. This is so great a salvation, amen. I'm talking we can live a life of rest if we just submit unto the Lord, amen. Not just try to come down on Sunday 
Sunday morning or Wednesday night, but all throughout the day, our daily walk, we can submit ourselves therefore to God. We can consecrate our mind, consecrate our life, consecrate our thoughts, consecrate everything about Him to His perfect will for our life. And it'll give you rest, amen. It'll give you rest if you'll get serious about so great a salvation and submit your life to the Lord. I tell you, it's so great a salvation because one day we're going to have rest and reigning with Him. Brother, that encouraged me when you got to talking about the King. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Amen. Matter of fact, He's the King of kings and He's the Lord of lords. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last. Amen. He's everything in between, the old, old preacher said. But I thought about as I got to look in Jesus, all through the book of Hebrews, it's showing that He is greater. Amen. He's greater here than the angels. Of course, greater than Moses. All these. Matter of fact, well, I, I was studying yesterday uh, evening. It talks about Moses, how he was a meek man. They call him the meekest man. But oh no, there's one greater than Moses, amen. Uh, Jesus has said he was meek and lowly in heart. He, Moses didn't compare to the meekness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because I see where Moses got mad. I see where Moses took the life of a man. Jesus, no, He didn't take a life. He gave His life that all could have a life. Amen? I couldn't find life down here. My life was empty. My life was void. My life was miserable. I never knew peace and joy. But all the glory that came to my soul when I found so great a salvation, that man that was meek and lowly and went to the old rugged cross and laid down his life and died for our sins. Amen? Oh, what a salvation we have this morning. Oh, what deliverance we have this morning. Amen? Praise God. If you can't get excited about it, I like old preacher one time out of Kentucky. He said he said he was riding around with this old preacher, and that preacher never shouted. He said they was driving a vehicle around the church, and he told him, he said, Brother, just try it. He said, he said, just shout. He said, What? He said, Yeah, he said, just shout. He said, get your mind thinking about how good God's been to you. He said, he talked to him a while, one long preacher did it. He took off the shout and riding that car all around the circle shouting, hey, Amen. Huh? Well, won't you just try it one time? Hey, I know sometimes you get dignified and you say, well, I don't know what they'll think. Well, get out there in the field somewhere this week and say, okay. Nobody's around. I was in Bible college. I get home late the night sometime, and I was renting a house in Dalton, Georgia. And they had uh, the guy I rented from had some cows back there in the field. And you know what I do late the night about eleven, eleven thirty? I get home, and if I get tired, but sometimes I just go out in that field and preach to the cows. Amen. I don't know if they ever moved or not. Amen. <laughs> But I'd preach to them cows. I'd look out in the moon. I'd cry. And I'd say, God, I want to preach. So I want to serve you. I want to go, go. And God was training me preaching them cows. Amen. Huh? I praise God. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm having a good time up here. Amen. I just get to preach here and there. And when I'm done, the church said, Preacher, I'm glad you're back. Amen. But I'm saying so great a salvation this morning. And I got to look at Jesus. He's greater than Moses. You think about Job. Job, we say, well, he was a patient man. But I looked and it said, of Jesus that he reviled not again. He was very patient, amen. They railed upon him, railed upon him, but he didn't rail back. Boy, that takes patience. People talk about you, people say things to aggravate you, and boy, we're quick and sharp to get right back at them. But Jesus just shut his mouth. They said many things about him and to deny him, to mock him, but yet he opened not his mouth. He reviled not. 
Way better than Job, I'd say. So great a salvation. Think of Solomon, all of his wisdom, amen? We consider him one of the wisest men, but not beyond the wisdom of the Lord Jesus, amen? Matter of fact, we know because His Word, is his, it's His Word this morning. The book of Proverbs, book of wisdom. But think of Solomon, they say the wisest man, no, because Jesus is so much greater. Because Jesus spake as never man spake. Matter of fact, when he was just a child, he walked in there the synagogue and opened the law and the Word of God in Isaiah, and he just spake with one, as one that had authority. One that had authority. Matter of fact, Paul, he was known as a zealous man, but not as zealous as Jesus. The Bible said, the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. John, he's known as the loving man, but not compared to the love of God. Amen? Oh, the love of God that drew salvation's plan and the grace that brought it down to man. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be a propitiation for us. No greater love than this that a man lay down his life and die for his friend. Thank God for the love of God. Amen. Hey, every once in a while God's love will squeeze your heart so tight it pops out your eyeballs. Amen. Huh? It gets real good. I told him in Sunday school it gets on at our church and if it gets real deep my wife will start crying and that hand goes like that. Amen. Praise God. Um, but as good, thinking about all these things this name. No, notice real quick here in, in verse 4. It says, uh, notice this as you look back in the chapter, not only did he speak and he has spoken and, and we see all these things, and, but you get on over into verse 4, it said, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. It's so great a salvation just because of His name. I, I told our, our brother the other night to look up a message about a preacher preached on the name of Jesus, amen. And, but I got to thinking, he has no more excellent name outside the name Jesus. One guy at the prison wanted to argue with me, said, well, his name's Yeshua. I said, but his name's Emmanuel. His name is Counselor. Amen. I said, He has many titles, but His name is Jesus. Amen. Uh, his name will never change. There's something about that name. Man, we got a book of songs and hymns. Why? Because there's just something about that name. You just can't quit singing about that name. Hey, you can't quit, quit writing books about that name. Uh, we, matter of fact, I'm just up here this morning trying to preach one more time about that name. Why do you want to talk so much about that name? Uh, you get to study in the Bible because the name has great meaning. Uh, a name bring, shows rank. I'll tell you this morning, he's got a high rank. He's a chief bishop of my soul. Amen. Matter of fact, I was coming out of a prison uh, uh, service down in North Florida one time, and that morning I was going in, and they had a big old tall bishop, Catholic bishop from over in Pensacola. Man, that guy looked spooky to me. He had all black on. He didn't smile. And, and, and I thought, man, he looked spooky to me, you know. But uh, I, I kind of walked by, and he wasn't even friendly to But I went and preached, did my service, and I was walking back down the walk, you know, and one of the ladies who worked in the library come along beside me, and she said, did you meet the bishop? And I just played along. I said, yeah, I did. She said, you met the bishop? And I know who she's talking about. That Catholic bishop walked in that morning. I said, yeah, I met him. She said, Where'd you, when did you, did you see him over in the service? I said, no, I met him a long time ago. She said, really? I said, yeah. I said, March of 1995, Will Lane just by my little girl's baby crib. She said, what? 
I said, yeah, Jesus, he's a bishop of my soul. Amen. He's a chief captain of our salvation. I'm saying, Jesus, Jesus, he has high rank this morning. Amen. You don't have to go to any other. There's, I'm not up here as a preacher saying I'm above you or, or I'm better than you. No, I'm just up here saying this morning, there's one that's on the throne. There's one that's given us great deliverance and great salvation and great forgiveness and great redemption. Amen. He's great and greatly to be praised. His name is Jesus. His name shows His rank. Amen. He's a name above others, all others. Uh, Some say give me silver, some say give me gold, but I say give me Jesus with glory in my soul. Amen. Uh, Not only a name, it also a name shows authority. A name shows fame. Think about this. Jesus, everywhere He went, He didn't try to make Himself known, but He was made known. You know what? A little side note as a Christian, if you'll try, don't try to make yourself known. Just serve Jesus. Just love Jesus. Just tell folks about Jesus. And if God wants to make you known through that, it's because He's using you as a vessel to make Himself known. Amen? Because it ain't about nothing but Jesus. It ain't nothing. It's all about so great a salvation. But God forbid that I should glory saving the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Uh, and more and more about Jesus. So great a salvation. Hey, not only that, I tell you, think about this. Jesus, His fame has gone through the ages. There's a, they, I think it was Mark said that if the, all the books, that all the miracles, things that Jesus did could be written, the world could not contain all the books. Amen? Praise God. And I love books. I'm a slow reader. Amen? But you know what? I love books. But you know what? There ain't nothing like this book this morning. There ain't nobody like Jesus this morning. Amen? I tell you, I, you ought to get excited about Jesus. Amen? Praise God. But uh, as I get to looking, and know His name show His fame, but His name show shows His character. Uh, His name shows His excellence this morning. Matter of fact, His disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And He said, pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. That's why His name is excellent. Amen. Uh, Obtain a more excellent name. Because it's a hallowed name. It's a set-apart name. Psalm 7.17, I will praise the Lord according to His righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. That's why we sing, I will sing of my Redeemer. Amen? I will sing, I will sing, I will sing of my Redeemer. Why? Because it's a name above every name. We can't sing enough about His name. Amen? Uh, We can't lift His name up enough. The name of Jesus, it's all about Him. Amen? Why? Because Jesus is the the one that brought us into relationship with the Father. For there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Uh, his name is wonderful this morning. It, this morning is so great a salvation. Uh, we can talk this morning about Buddha. Uh, I've said it probably here before. I, I love Buddha on my bread. Amen. I love Buddha. I put Buddha on my bread every time I can. Uh, but it ain't about Buddha. Amen. Because uh, there's a name that's greater than Buddha. Uh, we can talk about Confucius. Uh, but I tell you, he's still confused. I ain't confused when I come to Jesus. Amen. Why? I'm not confused because I know in whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed against him, uh, against him to that day. Amen. Uh, you don't have to leave here confused this morning. 
You can come in simple childlike faith and know this Jesus. You can come in simple childlike faith and say, I'm just tired of being tired. I just want to know Jesus. Amen. I don't remember everything I said the day I got saved. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you know what? There's so great a God that came by my way and showed me so great a salvation. Amen. Uh, More excellent than than the angels. Matter of fact, the angels, they minister for us. Verse 14 said, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister? for them who are heirs of salvation. Matter of fact, the angels, they still stand amazed when it comes to redemption. Amen? Uh, They look amazed. Uh, They stand amazed when it comes to the thing of ministering the Word of God. They stand. You know why they stand amazed? Because we stand amazed in His presence. Amen? So great a salvation. Uh, These names that we think about this morning. Uh, This one Jesus we think about this morning. Uh, I was reminded one time years ago, Years ago, I was doing a prison there in North Florida, and we was giving away Bibles, whoever would bring the most visitors, you know, to the inmates. And one guy, he was called Big Country, and he was every bit of Big Country. I mean, every bit of Big Country. And uh, another guy was called Round Tree, you know, called him Round Tree, you know. And uh, so I was counting names every day, who brought the most visitors. I said, all right, who come for Big Country? And he kept bringing people. I don't know if he's threatening them or what he's doing. But uh, then Round Country bringing guys, you know, and we was... And, of course, I cut up sometimes too much, and, you know, and I had about 40-some inmates, and we're in a little bitty old room, you know, there. They uh, took us one area, made the chapel, and it, you're just packed in there. But uh, I kind of cutting up. I said, all right! I said, and I looked back, and there's a guy, uh, another inmate back there, and he had a patch on his eye. I said, what do they call you, one-eye? And he said, don't you call me, one-eye! And it got quiet in there. I, and I thought, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Open my mouth here. And I said, sir? He said, you heard me. I said, yes, sir, I did. Service stops right now. I walked down the aisle, stood right in front of him. I said, I'm sorry, sir. I cut up sometimes too much. Didn't mean to offend you. Would you forgive me? He looked at me a minute. He grinned and shook my hand. I took it as a yes and got back by the pulpit. Amen. Huh? But they had all these nicknames, you know, and different things. But you know what? All these different... I didn't realize there's so many names until I started going and doing prison ministry. Man, so many different names. But all the different names. You get in the book of Chronicles and you go through, you know, just do the best you can through there, you know. But you know what? There ain't a name like Jesus. I remember I was in Bible college and um, one night one of the preachers uh, come in there and, and he just took one of the Bibles off the table and, and he preached that night on, boy, what a name. Boy, what a name. <laughs> you know, Jesus, no, he's a more excellent name, but even the book of Philippians, it says he's an exalted name. Wow, wherefore God has, hath, hath also hath highly exalted Him and given Him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, He's your Lord this morning or He's not your Lord. I'm telling you, it's so great a salvation this morning when we think about Jesus. I tell you, He's Jesus at His birth. He's Jesus at His baptism. I'm telling you, He's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm skipping a lot. But I tell you this real quickly. I thought about He shows up when we gather in His name. You know why you're happy this morning? You know why you can rejoice? You know why you can rest this morning? Because He shows up when we gather in His name. No, and with that, He supplies when you call upon His name. It talks about that over in John 14, 13. It said, Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. I tell you, if you ask Him, He'll do it, if you do it according to His will. 
And you do it according to His name. Amen? But He'll show up. He'll, he'll supply. But I tell you in closing this morning, He saves because of His name. Because why? It's not just a title that Herod put over the cross. It's who He is. His rank, His authority, His character, His fame, His person, His power. Who He is. He's Jesus. He's Jesus. Amen. Do you just know Him as a name or do you know Him as your Lord this morning? But you know what? This name, this great salvation, He saves when you believe on His name. It says over in um, the book of John, chapter 3, verse 18, it says, He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 20 and verse 31, that believing you might have life through His name. Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. What is that name? That name is Jesus. Romans 10.13, For whosoever shall what? Call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What an excellent name. What an exalted name. Amen. That name is for everyone. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen? He's the name. He's the Lord. He's the one you need this morning. 1 John 5.13, For these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that believing you may, uh, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Let me say this in closing. I thought about too, to the saints of God. Everything we do, we got to do it in His name. Because of Him, everything we do, we ought to do it wholeheartedly unto the Lord. Amen? Unto the Lord. Now, don't get me mixed up with some of that crowd where they, you know, name the name of Jesus and you got a hundred dollars and name and you know, all these things. But no, I'm saying realizing who He is. Great, great, glorious. What a Savior this morning. Colossians said to us saints in chapter 3, verse 17, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. I tell you this, Josephus wrote this, and they say he's just a philosopher of that day of Jesus. Josephus even had to admit, he wrote this, he said, Now there was about the time Jesus a wise man, if it be lawful to call Him a wise man. For He was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure, He drew over to Him many of the Jews and many of the Greeks. He was Christ. And when Pilate at the succession of the principal men, uh, excuse me, and Pilate at the succession of the principal men amongst us had condemned Him to the cross, those who who loved Him at the first uh, first did not forsake Him, for He appeared to them alive again the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold, These and 10,000, notice that, these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians so named him, so named for him, are not extinct to this day. What Josephus was saying that there was something different about Jesus. Jesus exceeded them all, amen? Do you know Jesus this morning? Have you trusted him as your Lord and Savior? Can you go back to a time when you acknowledge yourself guilty before God, a sinner? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. God looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand, understand that did seek after God. We don't naturally seek after God. 
But God begins seeking after us. God begins dealing in our heart. Amen. Maybe through somebody giving you a gospel track. Maybe a loved one praying for you. Maybe some young people was invited, brought here today. But have you give your heart to Jesus? I remember one time being in a service and watching the invitation. And the Lord was dealing with a lady's heart. And I never forget, I never seen it like this, brother. God was dealing with her. She started crying, but she stood up and she said, No! And God quit dealing with her. She left the church, never did get saved, never come back. I never said that. I hope somebody wouldn't say no to God today. It's so great a salvation. It's so good to pillow your head at night, no matter what's going on around this old world, and know that you know Jesus. I tell you, if anything, His name just satisfies me. Amen. So that's why the songwriter said His name fills my ever longing. You don't have to long for nothing when you got Jesus. Amen. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I guess the piano's coming this morning. Do you know Jesus? Do you know, Je- Do you know this great salvation? I wouldn't have drove 12 hours from, away from my beautiful wife, uh, my boys at home, my church. Amen. But you know what compels me to keep going? Because somebody needs to hear about Jesus. Do you know Him this morning? Large crowd here this morning. There's probably some that need to come. As a sister plays this morning, I I tell you, I've learned all these years, I don't know how to give the invitation, but the Lord does. You know what? You don't, more than just raising your hand and me praying for you, why why don't you just step out right now? Come. There's God's people here that, that, that are praying for you, that love you. Well equipped to take the Bible and point you to this Jesus I've tried to preach about today. He's more than just a name. He's the Lord. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's a great Savior. If you need to come this morning, maybe some saints of God, you just want to come and bow this morning and thank Him for who He is. He's your Jesus. Amen. I'm glad He's your Jesus, but I'm so glad He's my Jesus. Glad He's my Savior. If you need to come as Brother Andrew comes,